On this episode of Too Many Books, we review Evil and the Justice of God by N.T. Wright. Stay tuned. Too Many Books, the show where we look through the stack of books that are sitting on your desk and tell you which ones to move to the top, bottom, or get rid of all together. I'm one of your hosts, Jack Dodge, and joined, as always, by co-host Jack Wilkie. Jack, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. We're back. We're back. Here we are. At long last. Yeah, last last episode was you interviewing Wes McAdams. I was Mm -hmm. gone. Timed it perfectly. As I, That's right. <laughs> as I said to him, but <laughs> yeah, we've been dealing with flooding here, as most of Oklahoma and other parts in the Midwest have been. Uh, it's been it's been interesting. Been in a storm shelter multiple times. Been wondering whether we're going to evacuate our house or not multiple times. You guys have all the fun. <laughs> oh, it comes with the uh, comes with the territory. It's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you done any running into storm shelters? Any tornado warnings? Anything like that? I don't have a storm shelter, so as we sat in the middle of seven different tornado warnings last week, we just figured out, oh, we'll see how this goes. So they hit 20 miles east of us, 20 miles south of us, 20 miles north of us, but didn't hit us. So we're good so far. That's about how it was for us. It's headed your way, and then it would always yeah. fall apart or take a sudden shift in direction. And But uh, yeah. still stayed in the shelter anyway, because when you have mm-hmm. kids, that's what you do. I would rather stand yep. on my back porch and try to find it. But you got that weird Oklahoma gene that says, <laughs> "Oh, there's a tornado. Let's go watch it." That's uh, that's how my dad and I grew close together. There those you go. moments. <laughs> uh, but that that's a good lead into the book that we were reviewing today, "Evil and the Justice of God," uh, talking about things like natural disasters. Uh, why do they happen? Uh, wh- why does evil happen in all of its uh, shapes? Uh, and, and what's the answer to that that God's going to provide? So that's the book that I, that I read that we'll be looking at today. Uh, and that's really why I picked it up was I had heard about N.T. Wright. And mm-hmm. uh, he's written, I don't know, probably like 900 books, it looks like. Yeah. Just go through his Amazon, Amazon catalog, uh, books everywhere. Uh, but this subject matter I thought was important, especially with uh, I, I think the culture has a lot of questions about these types of things. And I actually wrote for Strong Church, where you might be seeing this podcast, uh, on a recent song by Joyner Lucas called Devil's Work. And I, I looked at the multiple questions that he asked, that the culture is asking about evil, and what is God doing about it. So uh, it was a good pickup, pretty good read, and... Uh, We'll get into that in just a moment. I want to read this description here about the book. With every earthquake and war, understanding the nature of evil and our response to it becomes more urgent. Evil is no longer the concern just of ministers and theologians, but also of politicians and the media. We are of child abuse, ethnic cleansing, AIDS, torture, and terrorism, and rightfully we are shocked. But N.T. Wright says we should not be surprised. For too long, we have naively believed in the modern idea of human progress. In contrast, postmodern thinkers have rightly agreed that evil is real, powerful, and important, but they give no real clue as to what we should do about it. In fact, evil is more serious than either our culture or our theology has supposed. How then might Jesus' death be the culmination of the Old Testament solution to evil, but on a wider and deeper scale than most imagine? Can we possibly envision a world in which we are delivered from evil, 
How might we work towards such a future through prayer and justice in the present? These are the powerful and pressing themes that N.T. Wright addresses in this book that is at once timely and timeless. I think a very good description of what this book aims to do, uh, and let's get into the review. All right, so tell us what you liked about the book. I had a few likes for this book. The The first thing, it was a very good handling of an extremely difficult subject. There have been lots of books written on the topic, uh, Evil and Justice of God, going back you know, decades, centuries. It's, it's a common theme and issue that people deal with. Uh, and I, I think he had a good handling of it. It doesn't ever... It can't give an ultimate answer. Right. He he can give his ultimate answer, and I think his ultimate answer is pretty good. Uh, but that question is always going to be open to some degree. Uh, but he he talks about God in creation and through creation, how he has uh, or how he's working in that to defeat evil. Uh, he talks about God through people and what we do to bring justice to the world while we're here as we're looking to this greater future and all that is rooted in the cross and the defeat of evil through the cross and how that is becoming realized as we make our way to uh in his words the new heaven and new earth not not heaven uh, but the new heavens and new earth and there's a lot uh, in talking with a friend recently about his belief uh, on bible interpretation that'll be a book that we see reviewed at some point by me too. I'm, it's in the cart. I'm buying it. I was going to say, with Wright, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, discuss him as a, an author or a speaker just a little bit here as well, um, because that's a name that I think I think everyone in preaching probably is familiar with at this point, but a lot of people who aren't are still probably familiar with his ideas through things like the Bible Project. They're basically putting his ideas into visuals. Uh, And a lot of the writers you see, a lot of the preachers, uh, you know, if you start to understand what Wright teaches, you start to see, you know, his idea of the kingdom, of the cross defeating evil, and and the big picture of the Bible. And so it makes sense that that would come through in uh, uh, this book about this. You said you liked how he handled it. I wanted to ask one follow-up on that. He's written, some of his books are very street-level. He has commentaries called the For Everybody series, you know, that are help people learn parts of the Bible and and ideas, and then he's got some that are just like PhD-level kind of stuff. Where did this one fit on that? Was this a a very deep study? Was this a for the everyman? Where was this one? So this is the first book I've read by him, so I can't compare it to other works that he's done. So this may be lesser on the scale of difficulty compared to his other works, okay. but compared to other books I've read, uh, this one was a lot more in-depth of a study and a read overall. Uh, it was not it was not simple by any right. stretch of the imagination. And I, and I don't think it can be mm-hmm. or that it should be. Right. The the question he's dealing with is too big uh, to try to narrow in that way. So be be aware of that if you go to pick up this book. It is very heavy, uh, and there's a lot to think about. I normally go through kind of a chapter at a time. When I'm reading, I'll come in, read a chapter in the morning, and then get on with the rest of the day uh, and maybe do a little more later. There's only five chapters in this book, uh, but it's 
uh, just about 200 pages, so mm. a much hard longer chapters. <laughs> yeah. uh, he breaks it into subsections quite a bit. And so uh, I found myself taking several pages and then, all right, I'm stopping here and I'll pick it up tomorrow because there's just too much mm -hmm. for me to deal with right now. Right. I don't know if that speaks to his writing or my brain or both of those things. I, some of what I've read has been that way as well uh, from him. And so uh, that, that's, that's good information. Sorry, I kind of got you off on a tangent there. So back no to worries. your other likes that we had. So it's a good handling of tough subject. Uh, number two is actually his, his depth in the book. Uh, and how it is a very, very deep book in, in trying to handle this, the issue very delicately. The, the thing about this question of evil, pain, and suffering is that it's a philosophical question that is personal to everybody. It's a widespread philosophical question. It's extremely personal, mm -hmm. and it is uh, very wide-reaching and deep in its and how it affects people. I mean, it's it's something everybody deals with. So he's trying to be very delicate in how he handles the subject, uh, and that can be difficult. Uh, but I think he does a very good job of going deep uh, and going deep without being condescending. Mm -hmm. He's incredibly intelligent, mm -hmm. but you don't feel like you are an idiot because of him anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, you might look at it and go, yeah, I never thought about that. Maybe I should have thought about that before. But he doesn't make you feel like, I'm so smart and you're not, and here's why you're reading my book. I think that's uh, part of I his appreciate. popularity is, as you can tell, he gets excited about these ideas and he's like yeah. bringing you in on them with him rather than lecturing you and telling you, you need to believe this. But, you know, so that, that's been my uh, takeaway from some of his books too as well. Yeah, and he does a good job of bringing you on board with mm -hmm. his, his depth by laying the groundwork. Mm-hmm pretty simply. And then it's kind of, okay, here's, here's the idea that I'm trying to get across. And then he ramps it up right. severely mm. in depth, but at least, you know, okay, this is what he's trying to deal with. And I can grasp that part mm -hmm. and then work on the rest of it as I go. Uh, number three that I liked about it is uh, the hopefulness that the book provides. So as you're reading through it, trying to deal with evil and the justice of God, you know, as I'm reading it right now, I'm thinking about uh, the flooding and the the damages that have been done to people's homes in this area and what they've lost. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be wondering and asking these questions. And so I'm thinking about those things. Well, there's there's a lot of hope provided in this, especially in the last couple chapters of here's what Jesus has done through the cross. Here's the future that Christians have to look forward to. And here's how evil can be dealt with, not just by God, but by his people in the present. And so there's a hopefulness for the Christian. And if the Christian does their job, hopefulness for the people that are around the Christian. Uh, and I appreciated that. It, in that sense, it was practical, though there is no go out and do this necessarily in the book, but it, but it was hopeful and practical in, in that sense. So uh, that's what I liked about it. Good handling, uh, depth without being condescending, and uh, provided hope in this very difficult question. All right, great, great. Uh, what were the dislikes? Uh, the dislikes were, just this one thing, uh, how wordy it was. Yeah. And along with that, there's kind of two parts to that. One, it was repetitive in a lot of places. I think that might be necessary because of what he's trying to do. Um, in talking with another friend, again, this is the only book I've read of his. Mm-hmm. 
who's referring a friend who's read other books by him. I've, I get the impression that he goes back and repeats a lot to, this is what I said in chapter one, and here's where I'm going in chapter two. Mm-hmm. This is what I said in chapters one and two, and here's where I'm going mm-hmm. in three. And I think that's good to summarize, but it can at times go, yeah, I know. I, I read chapters one and two. Right. I'm I get here. it, yeah. Uh, but the other part of that is his word choice is sometimes, okay, use a simpler word, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That huge thing you used or these two paragraphs could have been one paragraph or something just just bring it down a little bit make it a little simpler you don't need to be as i don't think he's flexing or anything on on purpose to Mm. to show off Uh, i think this is naturally just who he is but that can be really exhausting as you as you sit down to read through it so if you pick this book up you're not going to read through it in one setting uh, at least not you're not going to feel good about yourself afterwards right. if you do that. So, But that was really it. Just very wordy. Cool, cool. So rating out of 10. My rating out of 10 is, and take this for what you will, I guess I'm the softer rater, but uh, this is an eight and a half or a nine. Um, I've, I've looked at other books on evil and justice of God. I've discussed the subject with a lot of preachers, and this is just a very good book on the subject. Uh, the best best response I think I've ever heard alongside people like uh, like Ravi Zacharias when mm-hmm. he's asked about the question gives a fantastic response to this mm-hmm. is this is up there with those types of things of it doesn't give you the final answer because there isn't one, uh, but he brings it to a conclusion that I think is very good and worth getting through all the words to get to mm-hmm. just eight, eight and a half to nine just a fantastic book cool cool and like you said earlier you know a problem that is everywhere one of the biggest reasons people say they don't believe in god or struggle with a belief in god and so that's uh certainly something good to equip ourselves for so sounds like a good one have you read evil and the justice of god what did you think about the book you can reach us at strongchurchministries at gmail.com or on Facebook. Uh, You can get a hold of us personally or on our Strong Church Facebook page. Be sure to like that and be sure to join us in a couple weeks when we review. What book are you looking at for the next review? Spiritual Knowledge by Watchman Nee. All right. Spiritual Knowledge by Watchman Nee. We'll be reviewing that in a couple weeks. So stay tuned for that and we'll see you next time. strongchurch.org podcast and is available on Apple, Google, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Be sure to visit strongchurch.org for more resources like this one designed to help strengthen your Christian walk.